ABF Creative. ABF Creative. That Don Jack Redrum. Making me clean the pool. I'm supposed to be home right now. Hold on a minute. Why is the pool glowing? Help me! Help me! The pool is sucking me in! Ah! Oh, jeez. I must have dozed off again. I just had a very vivid dream, Oliver. No, it wasn't a normal nightmare. It felt real. It felt like it really happened. Hold your horses. I'm getting to the details. You see, I was at Red Room. But not the Red Room you know today. We're talking years and years ago. I was ready to go home after my shift. But just as I was about to leave, Jack Redrum told me the pool was messed up and I needed to go clean it. You know me too well, Oliver. I wasn't pleased a bit. Anyway, I was cleaning the pool. It started glowing in odd shades of blue and green and you name it. And then I felt myself being pulled in. And that's when you woke me up. No, this wasn't just a dream, Oliver. When I think back to that fateful day, I don't recall the pool ever glowing. <laughs> I think it means something. It's gotta be a message. think you'd show up today. Don't you have something else to do? Ah, I should have guessed. You want some more stories, huh? What's so funny now? Oh, couldn't you tell me I had sleep in my eyes before I answered the door, Alan? Come on in, kids. Let me tell you a story before I fall asleep again. Those wild wolves were making a racket last night. Kept me awake for hours. Gather around. Pull up those seats there. All right. <laughs> I've got the perfect scary story for you today. You might want to scoot in close for comfort. <laughs> Camilla woke with a start. Unsure for a moment of exactly where she was. Then, as the, the dream beneath, beneath the, the car, car changed from, from smooth to rough, rough, she remembered they were going on vacation. You're home away from home. Her mom sang from the seat, turning to smile at Camilla. Your home away from home was the song from the commercial for the vacation house rental website her parents had used to book a quote-unquote storybook cottage in the woods for the weekend. Away is right, Camilla said, rolling down her window, sticking her face out a little to feel the crisp night air on her skin. 
It was pitch dark out, and the headlights did little to illuminate the narrow dark road ahead as it cut a path through the thickly wooded forest. Camilla stuck a hand out the window, letting her fingertips brush the soft pine needles as they drove by. She tilted her head back, staring up at the stars. (gasps) Whoa! Camilla jerked her hand back and stuck her head further out the window, trying to glimpse what she had just seen in the sky. It was like a rip, like a thin tear in the darkness between stars, letting in a strange whitish light. But the tear was gone now, and the sky was whole again. Turning her head to see behind them, Camilla saw only the red glow of taillights and the narrow dirt road being swallowed up by trees. This must be it, Camilla's dad said as the car slowed, and Camilla ducked her head back in the car and leaned between the front seats to get a better look. The car's headlights glinted off the darkened windows of the tiny cottage, and as they drew closer, the entire structure fit in the headlight's glow. It certainly is... Her dad started to say, trailing off. Camilla's dad turned off the car, but she and her parents didn't move, taking in the crumbling cottage through the windshield. Roof like a swayback horse, her mom said, like she couldn't believe what she was seeing. A what? Camilla asked. And in her response, her mom made a swooping motion with her hand, tracing the way the cottage's roof sunk in the middle. The cottage was just one story, with slanted front steps leading to a crooked door, with two windows on either side. Flower boxes hung crookedly below the windows, filled with what looked like weeds. Rustic, her dad said. That's the word. That's one word, Camilla's mom muttered, holding up her cell phone to compare the adorable cottage pictured on the website with the sad-looking place in front of them. What kind of filter did he use for this picture? You're home away, Camilla started to sing as she and her parents stared at the crumbling cottage. Camilla, her mom snapped. Not funny. Okay, okay, Camilla said, getting out of the car. I'll let the grown-ups talk. While Camilla's parents stayed in the car and tried to call the owner of the cottage to ask why the storybook cottage looked more like a nightmare, Camilla leaned against the car. She rubbed her arms against the chill fall air. Freezing out here, she said to herself. Again, Camilla looked back through the darkness at the way they'd come, the skinny dirt road winding out of the dense thicket of trees. She lightly touched her face, trying to remember the exact feeling of whatever it was that brushed her fingertips. It wasn't just that it felt like skin. It was that she had this feeling that whatever she touched was enormous. Camilla scanned the inky outlines of the treetops where they touched the sky. Makes you realize how small we are, doesn't it? Her mom asked as she and Camilla's dad got out of the car and joined Camilla in looking skyward. Like a giant could just reach down and scoop us up, Camilla responded. Now that's the storybook cottage spirit, her dad said, opening the trunk. We're staying here? Camilla asked in alarm. Seriously? 
Seriously. Her mom answered. But tomorrow, we find a hotel with a pool. Camilla was starting to warm up to Storybook Cottage. Literally. The inside of the place was in a lot better shape than the outside. Worn and frayed and with way too much plaid. But the owner had stocked the fridge and left the wood stove packed and ready to be lit. Soon Camilla and her parents were full of snacks and snug by the fire, playing a board game. Six, seven, eight, Camilla said. And that's a win for me. In your face. Rematch, her dad shouted in mock outrage. Bed, her mom said firmly. Breakfast at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Whatever warm and cozy feelings Camilla had by the fire, chilled by the time she slid under the covers on the old iron bed in the tiny bedroom that was hers for the night. Oh, freezing, Camilla said aloud, rubbing her feet together to try and warm the cold sheets. Reaching a shivering arm out from under the covers, Camilla switched off the lamp by the bed and snuggled deeper under the covers, the bed springs squeaking as she did. Lulled by the muffled sounds of her parents talking in the next room, Camilla's eyelids grew heavy and closed. What was that? Camilla practically yelled, sitting up in bed and switching on the lamp. The noise had sounded like bed springs, but Camilla had been laying still. Cautiously, she hung over the side of the bed, checking underneath and finding nothing. Once again, she switched off the lamp, burrowed under the covers, and stayed completely still. Until... Now I know that was something, Camilla said, switching the light on again and calling out, Mom? You rang? Camilla's mom said, opening the bedroom door and peeking in. Monster under the bed get you? Not... Under the bed, Camilla said, confused as to where the sound came from. Slowly, her eyes lifted to the ceiling. Something was up there. In the attic. (sighs) Her mom scoffed. Attic? This place barely has a roof. You just heard whatever animals have made a home under the shingles. Great, Camilla grumbled. My face better not get eaten off in my sleep. Just your earlobes. Her mom responded in a sing-song voice as she closed the door. Hours later, when Camilla had finally fallen into a deep sleep, the squeaking bed spring sound came again. This time, though, that wasn't the only sound. Camilla lay frozen except for her eyes as they followed the sound of what she was sure were footsteps across the dark ceiling. Mom, thank goodness, Camilla whispered as she heard the door creak open. Strangely enough, there was no light coming from the doorway. Venturing a look over the foot of the bed, Camilla saw the door to the bedroom was still closed. Mom? Camilla whispered. 
there was a single terrifying crack sound, so loud that Camilla covered her ears. A moment later, she squeezed her eyes shut against the glaring white light seeping across the room. Ow! Camilla yelled as she stumbled out of the bed, falling to her knees. The light was so bright, she couldn't open her eyes, and she felt in front of her with outstretched hands until she reached the wall. She crouched beside it, shielding her eyes with a hand, and squinted out at the room. See, honey? Came a booming voice from above. The light moved away from Camilla. Camilla dared to look up. The ceiling was gone. Just gone. But instead of the night sky, far above her was a layer of gigantic metal coils and above them, something that looked like white fabric. A bed? Camilla whispered in confusion. I'm under a giant bed? There was a loud rustling of fabric, and as the spotlight moved closer, Camilla crawled out of its reach, finally crouching behind what she guessed must have been a bed leg. From this hiding place, Camilla found herself staring across what used to be her room into an enormous face set sideways, with cave-sized nostrils and deep blue eyes the size of boulders. She saw now huge fingers the size of tree trunks holding up an enormous swath of fabric. He's lifting up the comforter. He's lifting up the comforter. Camilla whispered, ducking further behind the bed's leg. There's nothing under your bed. The man's booming voice came again, his breath ruffling Camilla's pajamas. Promise? Came another voice, higher, young, and sleepy. Camilla peeked out and saw another face, a little girl with blue eyes, enormous in her own right, but smaller than the man, peeking under the comforter. The light came again, and Camilla hid. I promise, the man said. No monsters. A moment later, the enormous click sound came again, and the light was gone. Camilla peered out as the giant curtain of bed skirt fell. Camilla ducked as the bed springs above her squeaked, and the man said, There you go. Snuggle right down and get to sleep. As her eyes adjusted to the darkness, Camilla saw something glimmer in the distance. It was far away, but under the bed. And as she craned her neck, she could see it was a sort of hole, narrow and curved, like a crescent moon. And if she stretched just a little bit more, she could see into the hole. And there she saw her empty bed in Storybook Cottage. Camilla wasn't sure how long she stayed crouched behind the bed leg. Long enough for the girl to stop tossing and turning. Long enough for the girl's breathing to even out. And for Camilla to be sure she was asleep. Camilla took one soft tiptoed step out from behind the towering bed leg. came the girl's voice, shouting as the bed springs above Camilla squealed. There was an enormous thump, 
And just as Camilla dashed back behind the bed leg, there was the deafening click of the flashlight, and its enormous white beam came dangerously close to Camilla. She could see the comforter lifted, the little girl's determined face. I know you're under there, monster, and I'm going to get you, the girl said. There was a clatter as the giant flashlight fell to the ground, its beam of light swinging wildly. Camilla peeked out again, not understanding what she was seeing. The girl's giant hand was holding something under the bed, an enormous bottle filled with some sort of liquid. The girl's finger rested on the sprayer. Oh no, Camilla murmured in realization just as the girl's finger pulled at the sprayer. Monster spray! The girl shouted, squeezing the handle and sending a monsoon worth of water under the bed. Even from her sheltered hiding place, Camilla was soaked. Put sour candy sprinkles in there to pucker you up. The girl yelled, spraying again. Camilla scrunched up her face, the sour stuff seeping into her mouth. A moment later, the spray stopped. The light switched off, and the comforter dropped once again. 52. 53. Camilla counted to herself, quieter than a whisper. Keeping her eyes on the glimmering hole, Camilla stepped out again, almost immediately falling back as a deafening roar filled her ears. I'm going to suck you up! The little girl squealed with delight. Camilla watched in horror as the giant handheld vacuum with a glaring headlight was shoved under the bed, its suction so strong that Camilla had to wrap her arms around the bed leg, her body flying up, her fingers losing their grip. There, the little girl said decidedly as the vacuum was switched off. Camilla crashed to the floor. I bet I sucked you right up. Camilla waited. She waited until the little girl's breath evened, and then waited some more. She waited until the little girl let out a perfect snore and waited still. Dumb smart monster, the girl grumbled from above. That was a good snore. Camilla waited so long that she almost fell asleep. And then she waited some more. 97, 98, 99. Pushing off against the wall, Camilla dashed toward the hole. No! Came the little girl's roar from above the bed spring screaming and buckling above Camilla as she sprinted. The comforter was yanked up, and there was the enormous girl's face, and this time she locked eyes with Camilla. Monster! The girl screamed, her eyes wide with shock. Her hand shot out, its enormous palm scooping up Camilla, the huge fingers threatening to crush her. This monster bites! Camilla yelled, chomping down on the girl's enormous thumb. Owie! The girl cried out, dropping Camilla. As Camilla rolled toward the hole, she watched as the girl stuck her thumb in her mouth. 
And as Camilla fell in, the last thing she saw was an enormous tear bubbling out of the little girl's eyes and splashing to the floor. Ah! Camilla yelled as she crashed back into her bed. A moment later, the bedroom door opened. You all right in here? Camilla's mom asked. The morning light was streaming through the window, and Camilla peered up at the ceiling and around the room. Everything was back to normal. It must have been a dream. An awful, horrible dream. I see you didn't get eaten last night. Her mom said with a smile. Although... She said, coming closer, her brow furrowed. Camilla's mom sniffed as she reached the foot of the bed. Nothing ate you, but you definitely ate something. A pound of sour candy from the smell of it. Her mom said, What? Camilla murmured, lifting the collar of her pajamas and inhaling. Her mom was right. The still damp fabric reeked of sour. Hope you saved some for tonight, Camilla's dad said, appearing in the doorway. Turns out your mom likes it, Rustic, and we're staying. Camilla's mouth went dry as her parents closed the bedroom door. Seriously? Camilla said, flopping back into her bed, the bed springs squeaking in protest. An icy chill shuddered over her body as the now-familiar sound of someone else's bed springs echoed through her room. Camilla's gaze floated up to the wood-paneled ceiling, noticing for the first time that there was a gap right above her head, a sort of hole, the shape of a crescent moon. Through the hole, she could see the clear blue sky. Then... The sky blinked. Not the sky, Camilla whispered in horror as the enormous eye above pressed closer to the gap. I see you, monster, came the giant girl's voice as the ceiling above splintered. And I'm going to get you. And there it is. What did you kids think of that one? I bet you didn't see that ending coming, did you? (laughs) What? You want another story already? Well, uh, at least let me brew some tea first. All this storytelling is a strain on my voice, you know? Listen to this cheeky bird. No, I do not talk all day, every day. Hey, kids. I've got a better idea. (laughs) Come with me. You see that big cardboard box over by the other cabin? I found it yesterday. And it's full of frisbees. Red frisbees, blue frisbees. Purple frisbees. (laughs) Why don't you go find out how many of those things you can lose in one day? There we go. I knew that would get their attention. Sorry, y'all, but I just can't get that dream out of my head right now. There's a reason why I saw it. 
I just have to figure out why. You know, Oliver, I really think it's a clue that could get me out of here. Like I said, besides the glowing pool, that dream was my last real memory as everyday Elias Jackson. The one that would leave this camp and return to his apartment every evening. Man, I miss the way the plastic couch covers used to squeak when I sat down. <laughs> hey, will you kids please aim those frisbees away from my window? Anyway, Oliver, I need to reflect on this. Because I know something in that last memory holds an important clue to my escape. Say... Do you think my little studio apartment is still out there waiting for me? What? You flew there already? It's a restaurant now. Wait. How'd you even know where I lived before? You found the staff records in the main cabin. Who taught you how to read? You know, when I get out of here, I wouldn't mind some barbecue ribs. No. More. Stories. <laughs> <laughs>